Welcome to Daya.log, the Game Writers Podcast. Wow. Is this the episode 100? We have they reached the magic number. We have reached, no, not the Ivana, but yeah, the magic number. 100, episode 100! Yeah! Oh, yeah, baby. That's what we're talking about. How long have we done this thing? Oh, yeah, we keep on mentioning, right? Five years. <laughs> Five years, yep. Five years, all because Wait, of it's four. Oh, 2017. Oh, 2017? Oh, Game of the Year is five years. The podcast is four. Come on, season oh, four. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 four, yeah, 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 yeah. 13, 18, yeah. But the numbers jumble up. Yeah, introducing the panel, we have a Daniel over there. Hello. This is all David Cage's fault. <laughs> <laughs> and on the side... Oh, I can't say anything. what's up? What's up? And on the side is Anand. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. And I am Amirul Macronos Ashraf. And this is part two of the Gamer Malaya and Gamer Matters Game of the Year Awards for 2021 Deliberations. We, if you are hearing it For the first time, if you haven't heard the previous episode, please do. Where we gone through in length, uh, all the award winners for this year bar one. We still haven't done the big one, the game of the year, which also, I'm... yeah, the, which is also the top ten rank list for gamer Malayan gamer matters. Uh, top ten games of 2021. Which also is pulled from the top 30 games that we have shortlisted. <laughs> God damn, that's a long list. Many lists. Oh, Yeah, what were you saying, Daniel? Like, that episode 99 itself is already how many hours? Three? I, I'm guessing three hours. Three to four hours. I can safely guarantee three. I'm not yep. sure how long this will be. <laughs> but we'll see. Lah. We'll see. So, before we start with uh, rearranging the rankings, let's go through to the top 30 games of 2021 according to Gamer Malaya and Gamer Matters, or rather aptly, according to these three people on this podcast, <laughs> which is basically the full crew. Yep. What, yep. Do, what have we shortlisted as our favorite games of 2021? And this list... Can be games that we have played and also the games that we haven't played but we want to, as we've discussed before uh, in the previous episode, which is also, some of them are also featured in the best game we didn't play award. So, yeah. Yep. So, I have here, we are looking at the top, uh, the 30 games uh, arranged in alphabetical order. Let's, let's, shall we just go through the games real quick? The name of the game, what the game is, and why it's in 2020, uh, in our top 30 before we go into the nitty-gritty of things. So, we're going from the top then? From the top. So, the so start of our t- top 30 list is <laughs> actually quite a surprise. Well, to me, tapi not surprise probably for Mac because it is the multiplayer 
Slash Em Up Cavalry 2 From Torn Banner Studios Published by Tripwire Tripwire Publishing? Tripwire Interactive Yep, Tripwire Tripwire Interactive Yes So Medieval game First person or third person Very visceral You use uh, A flutter of Like medieval weapons From swords To chickens Uh, yeah, and, and, and for baguettes to nieces, <laughs> baguettes on ice cream, including the kitchen sink. Yep. <laughs> If you can pull out a kitchen sink, I wouldn't be surprised because that <laughs> that kind of game you got like it feels it feels like a battlefield game, but with a smaller scale, not even smaller scale. It's still like sixty four max players, thirty two versus thirty two, which is still massive. It has crossplay, no crossplay parties yet, but still crossplay. And on the on the first two weeks of launch, it works sublimely well with no pro- online connection problems whatsoever. Servers are just running okay, and it's an indie game. It's our best indie game of 2021. In fact, it's an achievement, a good multiplayer game from indies. Next, mm-hmm. what do we have? Alright, so in our second of our uh, alphabetic order, it is oh, Arkin from the Time God. <laughs> <laughs> offering from the Time God, Time Cops, Time Cops. Yeah. I mean, it is again. It is. It is about time anyway. So it is Arkin Studios Death Loop, where you play as Colt trying to break a time loop while his girlfriend. Uh, Juliana, that's the name. Uh, Try to I'll, stop it. I will just describe her as Juliana. Yeah, Juliana. Alle- the, the girlfriend is allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, literally, like the first hour say uh, we have dated before, right? No, shut up. Yeah, I think do. <laughs> that's what Colt said. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> But yeah, that's the fun about Deathloop is. Like it has all the qualities of an arcade studios game, so you you can feel it in the presentation, you can feel it in the voice, and you can feel it in how they the mix the music, and then it's still technically an immersive sim, but I'm gonna put an asterisk on it because they have to like compromise a lot of stuff to make sure that the game works as also also as a multiplayer experience. The twist is that you have to kill. Oh, you have to kill like eight of the target uh, VIPs, the visionaries. The twist is one of them is actively hunting for you, which is Juliana. It can be an AI or it can be can be another player. Ah, god damn it, that's the word. So essentially, this has been. This is technically the Dark Souls of immersive sims. <laughs> I want to argue, but that is actually quite true. Uh, <laughs> because I we can argue that later, and I will mm-hmm. end Deathloop's uh argument there. Oof, boy. Next, Deathloop. Alright, number three is definitely not not recorded, not a mistake. Uh, it is from Ubisoft Montreal, which is Far Cry Six, and well, even though it is another Far Cry game, again, but I believe. I think this is the most polished of all the Far Cry, Far Cry's in the uh, in the availability of you know from one to six. Well, mm-hmm. minus Blood Dragon and New Dawn because I am not going to count New Dawn as a Far Cry game. 
You've already like, not counted Far Cry Primer as a Far Cry game, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they have a title, if they have a worded title after Far Cry, yeah, that's not. I'm counting as non-canon. But yeah, this one is by far the most polished, and this, I think this is the first one also that has a, a speaking. Well, I more or less a speaking voice protagonist because I think Far Cry Four has a speak, speaking protagonist already, and uh, I guess that. Like the reason why it is here in the game of the game of the year, uh, the top thirty is due to the fact that it is if you want to start playing Far Cry games then from anywhere from or you just you know a casual gamer that wants to join in into the first person fun, this is the game for you basically. This is the the starting point. This one the most polished. You know you have your star studded cast as your as the villain. Uh, you have good motivations to take him down, and I guess, and ironically, again, looking at Ubisoft in the future at this point of time with their weird as NFTs, this I think this will be the last time we will see like a very good single player experience. No cap, unless you count uh, the Prince of Persia and the Splinter Cell remix later on. <laughs> Somehow you've made Far Cry 6 as uh, you've sell, sold Far Cry 6 as one of the better Ubisoft games, but also selling us a dark future at the same oh. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! The, uh, the, the journalist in me wants to sell you a dark future. Would oh you accept? No. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. this won't be the last, but at the, the last moment, of the good times. At, at the, the moment, moment, yeah. This is a good time. I know, yeah, ironically, this is, this is the, I think... One of the few games that, besides Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Valhalla, being a single player, and that those games are going to be the last, and as well since they are going to make a, a multiplayer Assassin's Creed. So that's why it's here in the game over here top thirty because enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> okay, so next up we have another interesting entry, Koi Tecmo's. Fatal Frame, Medellin of Blackwater. Now, okay, this one is in the industry. I think if you listen to our podcast, our previous episode, this game was in the Wii U jail for five years. And I it recently, it literally came out at the end of this year after, I think it was being teased during E3 that, oh, the Fatal Frame, Black, Medellin of Blackwater is coming out. And it's a good game. I mean, it is. I think it, it's more of Fatal Frame being more of a, a throwback to the last gen, like not not the PS3 era, not the PS4 era. No, the PS2 era of horror games with the jackiness and the very very ah, uh, you know, there's gonna be a jump scare here when your moments, and that's okay because it's a good throwback game for a remake, ever for a remastering. Yeah. And always a game that's getting ported out of a defunct and limited uh, platform. That's always good to hear, good to know. Somehow, the gamepad Obscura has been unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> the gamepad Obscura. Next on the list, we have... It's all, even though it has the, which is a T, but we're going to go with the F on this one. So, it is The Forgotten City. 
And this time I know I know who is the de- the developers is called Dear Villagers, which is the we- <laughs> which is why I we don't remember well yesterday if you listen to our podcast yes uh, well on the last episode we don't know the we don't remember their developer name because it is that generic Dear Villagers. <laughs> so yeah, it is Dear Villagers, the Forgotten City. And what else is there to say about the Forgotten City? It started as a mod for Skyrim. Yes, uh, yes. It is started as a mod for Skyrim. It was, I think, mod of the year. Yeah, I mean, during... it, got, it got awards for, like, from the Australian Writers Guild. Yeah, and why, and why, like, when they got the award, they got the funding to make this game. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, it was a six-year development cycle. So, here we are. They're released. And, oh, and it is, it is a good game. Good storytelling, good. Well, you know, it is the mystery behind all of the the secrets of the game, and I it got positive reviews by everyone. So, yeah, very very good contender in in this game of the year top thirty. Then for for the next game, it is Forza Horizon Five, a plot masterpiece. Ah. I just have said that yesterday during our racing game of the year uh, discussions. This is a flawed masterpiece. The bells and whistles are there. You know, it's a good racing game, but goddamn, the bugs is ruining the experience for me. The bugs aside, my god, they've nailed down all the things that most people wanted out of an open world game. And I'm saying that open world game in general. You've yes. got a world that is worth exploring not just because it looks good but also traveling around it is also fun because cars and not just because of cars but because of yeah the characteristics of the cars feel different from every kind it's not it is an arcade game but it has a, it is the most sim like of an arcade game out there especially for an open world arcade racer the rules are fun to drive on. There are well, there are plenty of variety of events to take part of. And if you're tired of just going around in circles, you can do like stupid silly stuff like, ah, oh, just wreck the Christmas tree around during this limited time event. Sure. Stuff like that. And also plenty, plenty of user generated content to, to enhance the experience from anime liveries to custom events. It's yeah. just loaded with features to so much that I don't think if you can put a big bullet point for Forza Horizon 5 compared to Forza Horizon 4, there's no like underlying new features, but this time they're just like adding in the adding in more icing on the cake, so to speak. But adding it so also like uh, make the cake a bit heavy. And also toppling as we speak, so they need to repair it right now. <laughs> oh, oh, too much. Melt. Oh, oh, too much. The too ba- much. the butter fondant is now uh, melting. It's now falling over. <laughs> uh, it's already top heavy. Uh, oh, oh, relax, relax. I I understand the current uh, Daniel's uh, current uh, feelings about the game, but I mean, if you put that aside, this is a solid racer. By the way. Yep. Oh, next we have Arc Systems, uh, a very popular uh, fighter, Guilty Gear Strive. The fact that you can describe this fighting game as being bullshit blazing is in- <laughs> indicative of the, of the game itself. That that very specific phrase 
captures the spirit of we are not conventional but we are very high quality but also what the heck <laughs> what the heck <laughs> so it has all yeah as for, for a fighting game player it has all the bells and whistles that you want right now rollback netcode is there uh, of course character selection is a bit uh, smaller right now but standard lah DLC is coming and the DLC drops are pretty substantial in terms of oh this character is coming back oh this character is coming back Oh, new character, new character. Yeah, the new characters are also pretty interesting, and a visual and audio for the force. In every scene, every scene in motion, <laughs> like every like uh, most of the time now. Right now, on if you have Astro uh, Sports Package, and you watch on EGG the esports channel, the the there will be a time like. I did like every weekly, every Saturday, Sunday, they would show like highlights from a Guilty Gear uh, finale, uh, championship finale, and woo, it looks really good even on TV. Because I think like TV broadcast has a delay, but it still looks good. Yeah, that's Guilty Gear Strive. Right, next on the list is Microsoft and 343 Industries' the latest Halo journey, which is Halo Infinite. EV said that this game has revitalized ever re- revitalized the ha- the Halo genre of space marine shooters. Oh yeah! Like after he- after Doom, this is the the best, uh, the second best uh, space marine shooter that you can play right now. Somehow, three four three industries has redeemed themselves. Ooh, after, after it, Halo um, Four. After Halo 5, <laughs> after Halo The Master Chief Collection, they finally but, made a good Halo game right out of uh, the box. But if you, if you, uh, per, if you not count the Master Chief Collection, this is the third time's the charm. <laughs> and you agree? Uh, yeah, third time's the charm, I guess. And yeah, it is fun. Like, it is, I, this is the first time the Halo game are going open world. So literally, you can do anything and go anywhere. And, it is packed. The the campaign is quite packed. You can do. You can spend like I think a twenty four like twenty four hours of gameplay within just this campaign alone. Not to mention like how popular the multiplayer is right now, and the fact that it's free to play. Like people don't people won't argue. Like what? Halo multiplayer is free to play. Why as well? It is still the top seller. Okay, yeah, so they they they. Fe- Finally, they figure out how to make Halo good. Oh, and the feedback, yeah. Not, not to mention the feedback. Like, they are, like, during the launch on November, I think, like, November 16th, like, people complaining the multiplayer was too hard. Yeah, they'll fix it in, in the next patch, which was, I think, early December. They immediately fixed everything. Now it's fun to play. So they have the, they really focus on feedback, fan feedback now as well. So very, this is very good looking for... Uh, the Halo franchise right now. It's quite so- very solid, actually. Giving Master Chief a grappling hook is wonderful. The fact that the Halo physics, the, the video game logic of physics that is Halo has now been unlocked even further. And people are doing wild things, exploiting the physics to make... Like, if you think uh, Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild's uh, immersive sim-ish uh, 
game breaking physics shenanigans are funny uh halo infinite has that spirit the grappling hook makes master chief feel like spider-man Jaskos <laughs> <laughs> is shaking right now <laughs> finally an open world with grappling hooks that's fun to shoot people on oh next on all this is a very uh, an old friend because this game has been has featured in our previous game of the years i think 2019 if i'm not mistaken it is io oh, interactive 2019 2018 2018 yeah 2018 edition io's interactive hitman 3 uh, so so let me guess hitman 1 is hitman 1 hitman 2 is hitman harder so this one is hitman with avengers there Am I getting my Die Hard uh, reference correct? I'm not sure because I don't know much about <laughs> Die Hard to compare it. But I guess... About but this, it is... Yeah, this is yeah. Can how, how about this? Hitman 3 is Hitman's greatest hits. Oh. Yeah, true, true. Because the, 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 the way to sell Hitman 3, if you just want to know what is Hitman 3, kan? Yeah, mm-hmm. You can just say, as, okay, this is just another Hitman. Just more refined, new levels, but that's not selling it enough. What you have to look at it is this is the compilation of IO Interactive's crazy journey of trying to make an episodic Hitman game. Went wrong, well, almost went under, revived again as an independent company, made two good sequels and recovered from that. And to end after... And this is the t- tiny bow on top of the Hitman project as they will move on to other games after this. This is the final Hitman game for now. And the fact that you can play Hitman 3, uh, you can play Hitman 1 and 2 or technically 2016, both those Hitman games in Hitman 3 as a compilation of all it fits Hitman's greatest hit. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. It, that means that's what, how many levels there is? Six. That's uh, 18 levels. Yeah. Roughly. I yeah, that's a lot. 20, like, yeah. You play one game of Hitman, you feel like six uh, six levels is just, Allah, sikit, that's too small, that's too... You have not seen, actually, the the proper skill of a Hitman level. It can... I mean, it varies in skill. And to be fair, most of the Hitman 3 levels are kind of like less open-worldy. It's kind of tight, more closer, more dense. But those all those levels are just like insane amount of times that you just want to wonder about think of all the crazy things that you can do oh maybe i can shoot a sniper from here oh maybe i can get the poison from here oh there's an alternate route to get to this motherfucker over there all right cool. <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities that you can if you like messing around if you like the murder puzzle the hitman 3 is like the crescendo of the the orchestra This is like IO Interactive at their best. They have this. They have pumped out the best levels here. And for the for the Hitman veterans, you get a good one for you as well. That try to twist you, uh, in a bit of a knot. Uh, if in a bit of a knot, and then you tie it back and give it back to them. It's like oh, the simply brilliant stuff lah. Like they they do. It's still fundamentally similar to Hitman 2. Not all of the new stuff are like game changing. But it is the best form of Hitman we've seen yet. Oh, can't wait for the next project. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't wait to see a certain double O agent no. to uh, swing an axe around or something. <laughs> <laughs> da, 
Yeah, just throw the briefcase. Oh, the homing brick. Oh, yeah. This, now call it like the queue of queue approved homing briefcase. Oh my god. <laughs> Technically, there is an ejector seat assassination way, uh, way in Hitman, so they know what they're doing. All right. Next, we have our second and final racing game on the our top thirty. It is Hot Wheels Unleashed by Milestone. SRI. I don't. I don't. And I think that's this private limited for uh, Italians. Yeah, SRL. SPA, yeah. SRL. Yeah, uh, SRL. I, I thought SAR was Swiss. Swiss? Eh? No, no. I think yeah. no. My son is Italian. I think it's like Italian. probably a European thing. Uh, I think so. <laughs> also, winner of the best racing game of twenty twenty one. Ah, yes, they are. These folks have have made Hot Wheels games fun again. After languishing like Hot Wheels for the for the last decade and for the 2010s, it's either DLC, mediocre games, and mobile mobile jank. So they start the new era of 2020s with with a banger of a racing game. And boy, Hot Wheels is a banger. It is hard but fair. The cars are basically like one to one with what you can buy at the 7-Eleven or I don't know the around here gas station the mi- <laughs> yeah yeah the shell yeah shell also sells hot wheels kind of yeah it is it is just perfect like the tracks can well open it looks quite big but is that's the reason why it's quite big god damn the game the races get hectic as you go on yeah fundamentally hot wheels unleash uh knows what it's doing like it takes all the boxes of a modern arcade racer and try Try they tried so much to try even included the the user generated content suite that races expected, including a livery editor which is impressive, a track editor as well. Uh, uh not not the full best of the fully fleshed one, but the fact that they tried to do one and are improving it as we speak is still like very commendable. Yeah, and. They are still updating the game as we speak. It's like they recently just released a new December update, and wow, <laughs> I don't think and I think they're not stopping. Uh, probably they confirm three season passes. Yeah, they're three season passes, so they're not gonna stop now. <laughs> Expect more weirder uh, crossovers to come. Like the Gucci car is just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I want, you know, I want, I want like, like one car that I, before we end this, one car that I want uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed to have is uh, my favorite car, which is, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, it's the one from uh, the, a certain manufacturer, you know, uh, the picture, like last year itself, they have featured in, in not even uh, for racing games, uh, you know, Porsche. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think Porsche is even in, uh, <laughs> even in this game. So come on, not Porsche. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Come on, Porsche. The moment you put in, I don't know, a Taycan or a 911 into your Hot Wheels, your Hot Wheels store, I'll buy. I have so many gold. I can wait. <laughs> Dude, I have the toilet car already, so I'm good. My dream <laughs> car is there. <laughs> <laughs> the dream car. Of, of on a more serious note, I would like to see the splitting image too. Yeah. Specifically that one. Not, not splitting image, splitting image too. That one looks nicer. Yeah, that's always unleashed. 
Oh, next we have our first of the two 4X games within our top 30. And that is Humankind by Sega. And Amplitude Studios. Yes. So, the simple cell, again, we start with the, sim- the, the, the elevator pitch. This is Civilization Alternative properly this time. Like, there are many games in the 4X uh, subgenre, but there is very sub- very specific to Civilization is the theme of human history. You grow, you go from the Stone, the stone Age, you build up as a, tri- as a tribe, and then you go to the ancient era, and then you develop, uh, find iron and stuff like that, and then proceed into the snowball of modern technology and culture and war and diplomacy and then you try to win the game in various different ways. So while other 4X games do have this shared element but never are any other game try to like try to like go toe to toe with civilization and humankind tries to do. They've established them stuff before for pioneering some cool new mechanics in the 4X in the 4X genre. But here, they try to bring all the new and innovative ideas, but try to put it into a similar mold to civilization. In some points, it's kind of a bit disappointing, but at the most part, it works as a direct competitor to, to civilization. There are some cool ideas they change around, like is you the way culture work is different, and the way... Instead of like playing one specific civilization until the end of time, your civilization changes over time, which is interesting. So you can start as the, uh, uh, I forgot for the the uh, Indus, the people from the Indus Valley, and then end up becoming the French. And partway, probably you became the Greeks or something like that, which is weird but fits the spirit of this sort of alternative, uh, history kind of games but yeah i don't think that it's gonna beat civilization 6 anytime soon but humankind sets a very solid foundation to show to the world to the people out there like hey hey we can do that game too phyrexis hello we are your rival now yeah i've seen like the gameplay guy. it is like there there are some good steps to make it more different to civilization which i approve of and is this this is a new studio or top of an old studio? They they've been around, but they were indie scale before ah. Sega bought them. When when they got the Sega money, they said, "Oh yeah, time to do a civilization alternative." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they've been around. They've made the endless series, like Endless Legend, Endless Space, and Dungeon of the Endless. Those kind of games. Right. Next on our list, <laughs> and this is a funny one for our top thirty. We have Lost Judgment. <laughs> then they makes it even more funny. <laughs> That's why it's by the the dragon team. Yeah, this by the dragon team in the yakuza guys, basically. And this is their yep. And this is the second and perhaps the last within the judgment series due to yeah. conflict with yeah conflict licensings of the act yeah. of the main actor, which is very okay, sad actually. Well. But yeah, like Jack. Yeah, that guy is like pretty hot when it comes to his his face likeness licensing. Like I can understand. <laughs> I just wonder, uh, yeah, are you worth the beef again? <laughs> yeah, it is your your typical yakuza affair before they changed before they changed into a middle aged persona. 
Oh yeah, mm, there, there's a persona arc there. There's a high school arc. Yeah, there, yeah, there is high school. <laughs> you you play as the co. I I think you become a co-curricular supervisor or something, which explains why you get to do the activity club activities as mini the games. Dance. <laughs> oh, you can be part of the dance club, baby. <laughs> Like that is the 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 fun side of the boss judgment that I expect from them because they find that it is just uh, a different version, a different take on the yakuza formula. Yeah, and and the dark part is much darker. Yeah, yeah. and it is it's some very crazy dark. murder mystery going there, and there are dead bodies being laid around. Like okay, yeah, oh. and I and it's not even like it's it's not even taking out of the experience like the fun part because it is. That that how uh, that's how the the team the RG, RCG team have a good balance between suspense and fun stuff and I do approve how they do it for this game as well so I hope we can we get to play it <laughs> soon <laughs> we'll get around it we'll get around it. that's lost judgment <laughs> no, it's lost judgment so next up we have uh an interesting entry like before during the E3 reveal nobody expected it to be game of the year worthy and yet here we are it is Idos Montreal Alls and Square Enix Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy so many parties involved here <laughs> you have the licensee you have the developer and you have the publisher and this is a game this is an amazing exp- single player experience I I I even want to boldly say that this is basically Western version of Final Fantasy VII because how similarly they play between each other. You know what you you saying that I'm not even surprised. I've heard that there were rumblings that that team tra- wanted to do a Final Fantasy game for so long. Yeah, second best thing. <laughs> Why not we put a Marvel skin on then? And yeah. Sell it like that. <laughs> and yeah, it is sell it. It sell like hotcakes. Mm. Like after the disappointment of Avengers, yeah, this is like a good price, a very good price, and it is a very good game as well. And not, it's not just because they re- they don't put loot mechanics, right? It's no, more than that, right? Yep, combat's good, story wise is good, and I guess it is as testament to how well Idol Sport all does its job in this type of games, and and I hope they get to do whatever they want now since. They have made of Square Enix a lot of money at this point. But yeah, good, very good space game. Thank you, bitch. The next mm. in our, <laughs> the next one in our uh, in our list for top thirty is also another space game. But this is a remastering of a certain three part three, three game trilogy of some guy named some guy or girl named Shepard and their flight to save the galaxy. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So, it, this is the trilogy of remasters that fans of EA have been clamoring for all so long. Please, EA, stop. Please, start making remakes and start with Mass Effect. Please, we want Mass Effect. And finally, the year, the year 2021 has come and we get to relive the trilogy of games that have basically put Bioware on the map and also have basically uh, put in the idea that RPG elements can exist in other sorts of gameplay mechanics, such as a shooter, a cover shooter, in this case. So it's 
not much to say about Mass Effect Legendary Edition other than it is, has been a good remaster and they have done at least more than the the adequate bar of a simple remaster by actually bringing the elements from Mass Effect 1 to more modern standards so it's much more playable as in we we, we don't need all those RNG aiming uh, mechanic to because of uh, because hey we want to be an RPG now no we play it more like a shooter but then we add in the RPG element that's why Mass Effect 2 was the big game of 2010 but yeah i'm glad that finally we get to play the series of games again in a modern console or modern platform and until a new good mass effect comes in this will have to do <laughs> maybe maybe the next one hopefully maybe but i didn't their uh, their most long time de- uh, director just left the company look look the the, old, <laughs> the new bioware is nothing like the old bioware so uh, yeah. i have yeah. no big hopes for whatever the new mass effect and dragon age will be but i hope that at the very least they recover their their reputation but until that but if despite all of that if Bioware ended up being a casualty of the EA death scythe, the legacy of Mass Effect lives on. Edge is much better than Anthem. <laughs> Alright, for our next, uh, nom- next in our list of the top 30, we have French Bread. I love saying that word actually. <laughs> Melty Blood type Lumina. The game that has been memed to all heck. This well, not a game. The series basically due to one picture or from the internet now has a, a modern day release, which is a very good release as my as well. And I guess it's it, it is not it cannot defeat the juggernaut that is Guilty Gear. No, because Art System has already conquered the fighting game genre for like the last decade or so. But it's nice to have some kind of you know alternative. A bad weird one like Melty Blood to be you know side by side, and I even though I haven't seen like major tournaments using Melty Blood, but the fact that there that people are playing Melty Blood in the year twenty twenty one is already fun to me. And don't don't worry, like the the FGC is a very diverse community. Even though the food court is full of utility gear setup, go to the bathroom and you get yeah. something. The That's switch. Something. We cannot play. Well, there's not a switch set up at the bathroom. We cannot play Melty Blood there. And even memes aside, right? Melty Blood is still a solid ass fighting game. Like put away the uh, the the fate good thing and whatever that is supposed to relate to it. But as a fundamentally, if you judge it as a fighting game, it's decent enough. And one of the yeah. rare releases that still uses to these sprites these days. Yeah, yeah, yep. They are. I think they are the the second. One of the two, because I think K no no KF already three yeah, yeah. I think that the three D already. So yeah, they used they, to I, be the king of sprites. You know, some some fresh bread <laughs> has to take the mantle. On number sixteen on our top thirty list, it's a game that I think doesn't need any more introduction because goddamn, it is too long to even I want to say it. <laughs> it is near replicant one. Well. Near Replicant version 1.2, you know the rest. <laughs> You've given up on it. Version 1.2, whatever the hell it is. I mean, when the game launches back in July, even Yokotara said 1.2, blah, blah, blah. Even he knows. I've made a mistake with his name. 
<laughs> yeah, and like it is one of the best remakes of a game of a last gen game. In fact, the winner of our best remake yeah. remaster award. Yeah, it has. It is by far. I think it. Uh, like I said on our on our discussion that it is basically can if you want more Nier Automata, there it is. That's basically it is a one basically a what yeah uh, what I mean is it is a. It is exactly that, but it is the prequel to it, because you will meet characters from that from New Automata, but before that, before you meet them for real. Uh, I think I don't want to say much, but yeah, just play this one, please. It's on sale right now, thanks to the end sales. Just play it. That's New Replicant, which is one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine dot dot dot. I'll say the full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right next up, we have our second 4X game within the top 30, which is Old World. Ah, Old World. Apparently, the civilization connection doesn't end here. It no, doesn't end not. with humankind. <laughs> But this one has much more uh, closer lineage. Ah, uh, the, the the lead designer, the game designer for Old World, used is the person who did Civilization 4. Yeah, four. So it's four and five that people. Are really high re- have high regard of when it comes to the Civilization series, but with Old World, it's a bit different. It looks like C5 first. It's not looking like C4, which is interesting itself. But then it also like focusing deep down to a very specific ancient era rather than through the span of human history. No, we just focus in this part of human history, the ancient era. This is the era where the Greeks, the Romans, the Persians, the I keep forgetting. Ah, uh, Carthaginians, no, or is it Phoenicians? So yeah, that era yeah, during the 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 thriving of the time around the mes uh, the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, that that era. It still mm. plays like a 4X game. You still like have to find found cities and manage diplomacy, but with a Crusader King's twist. You have a lineage. You have Ooh. to get. Uh, you have to get babies, and then you have to train your your successor with different uh, with different tutors to get their stats right. So when they rule, take the mantle to rule the empire, it won't go belly up. <laughs> so it's an interesting cross. They try to bring in Crusader Kings three ish elements. Yes, yes, that includes getting bastard childs and also doing. <laughs> I'm not sure about uh, uh, marrying your cousin or something. I don't think it went that far, but there are implications of like, oh, oh, you having an affair, stuff like that. You can do so. There are limit. They they are like trying to do okay. How about we don't go in there, but we try to do this nonetheless. There are like interesting twists. But yeah, old world feels like how do I describe? It? Okay, if you play a fighting game, you have your fighting game fundamentals, right? Like oh you know how to press the buttons you know how a game plan on how to win a match is can can be similar from title to title. With Old World is one of the games and also so, sort of like Humankind as well. But always where I feel like oh I finally carried over the skills I have in Civilization, but now playing a very different flavor of Civilization. That's Old World to me. Like oh. Oh ah, I have to play like this. Oh, I get this. Oh, you twist it like that. All right, but it feels much more prominent because of it's it's doesn't it doesn't want to be a civilization. It wants to be its own thing. 
that's what makes Old World like stand out more and one of the two better 4X releases this year lah and deserves at least a top 30 here. Yep. yep. So next up, we have an interesting, an interesting entry in the top 30 which is uh, like, I, I like to say it is quite uh, archaic design but it fits uh, it has its quirks and features that is very fun to play which is people can fly outriders another square in is gamble but this ta- this one can be on the fence some will hit it some will love it I mean we love it even oh, yeah. though even though the, the final boss took us like an hour to finish <laughs> oh yeah that was a slog uh, but here's the thing like they outriders went out to make an RPG shooter it's still a I mean, it's still a looter shooter, but they're really focused on having it an RPG first, right? And mm-hmm. I think they nail it. it. The fact that, oh, you do have to think about making your builds. Like, all those abilities do change the flow of combat. And the flow of combat is a traditional cover shooter. Somehow, they made a cover shooter interesting again. Especially if you play that one class that allows you to not play the game like a cover shooter. <laughs> uh, the tank, the devastator. Yeah, and- the story is fun as well. The Grim... I like to say that it is Grim Dark, but it's the fun kind of Grim Dark. If that is even a word. <laughs> that Grim... That self-aware Grim Dark. They know they are going there, but they, they don't like... Lem, apa, mellow in the darkness. They're like poking fun at it. Uh, you know how terrible it is? Yep, yep, it is terrible. Ah, God damn it. Let's go there. But yeah, Outriders is interesting at the very least. And I, I can see that some people might just write it off. But for us, I think we read it quite highly. Yeah, we read it quite highly. Next, we have the very good and very quirky uh, Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine Games. Imagine Psychonauts 1 was not a rough gem. Oh, we would have Psychonauts 2 earlier than 2021, to be honest. <laughs> you know what? True as well, but the the weight, if you are the the, the, the hopefuls of wait, who wants to who have been waiting for a proper sequel to Psychonauts 1 and all and hoping for all of the issues it had with the gameplay parts are all ironed out. Good news. Good freaking news. Psychonauts 2 is what you've been dreaming of all these years. Like, it is still a 3D platformer. It plays like a 3D platformer. It is now an... A solid 3D platform, which is saying a lot considering what happened <laughs> the first time around. <laughs> and if you are if you are invested in the story, Psychonauts 2 expands the uni- the the world there and how it tells you and a journey that is very intimate, but also like you have a a bigger threat. A larger, in a larger scale that is happening which is also very well established that you you feel engaged with it you feel like oh I need to see through what happened here and despite all of the shenanigans you still have the the funny shenanigans the puns are there the writing is still top notch the dialogue delivery is just quirky as hell it's you it's a playable 90s cartoon I won't have it any other way Yep. So next on our list is a return of well, well for most of the players, it is a return of a king, because they introduce basically what we now call them as 
boomer shooters, but let's call them as what they what they coined the term arena shooters. We have the twenty one twenty twenty one remastered of Quake. This is, I think this is, yep, this is the last game that was in conjunction working conjunction with the two John uh, the two Rom- the two Johns, yeah. The two Johns, yes. Romero and Carmack. Uh the last before the rift splits. <laughs> splits now one apart. oh no. And now one is making a game about gangsters, another one is literally about to make a metaverse. But I digress. <laughs> Yeah, Quick is one of those games that are uh, similar to Mass Effect Legendary Edition in terms of it, it is such a significant game that deserves a return. It deserves a remaster at the very least. Yep. And they have done a good job in enhancing some parts of it, which we wouldn't even ask for them to do it. We would have been okay if they just did the bare minimal because the game is already good. Great even. But they did more. So yeah, also PC free upgrade for PC players. Yeah, yeah. and like I can say that the console versions, that means the PlayStation and the Xbox One, are way the control scheme now makes sense because how they uh, mapped it into like you what you would expect an arena shooter move using a controller, and the big props to the guys at it. Bethesda and even Machine Games and Night Dive. So those four making making a classic more playable in the modern era. Next up, we have a very cutesy platformer that sadly we didn't get to play <laughs> due to obvious situations. <laughs> it is uh, Insomniac's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. The winner of the best game we didn't play was. <laughs> due to due to obvious reasons. Uh-huh. Do you have a PS5, Daniel? Sadly, no. Anand, do you want to buy a PS5? I'm not sure if I want to. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you still can either. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that's the only Even if thing. I want, I cannot. <laughs> mm. I mean, I I have truthfully, I haven't seen one physical on my part of my own eyes so i'm not even sure the ps5 even exists the last yeah Damn. the last i've <laughs> what 10 million soul wow 10 million goals has has a ps5 i'm impressed <laughs> uh, for the lucky 10 million of you ratchet and clan rift apart is like oh man that's that's a system seller that's yeah, a that is a t- yep like okay it's still technically a 3d platformer with a very i uh how do you put it there's a there's a shooting focus of course because of the fun weapons that you get to use but also it it does make a good a better selling point of oh, oh yeah the ps have ssd now what so what oh you can we can do this loads in a very different world seamlessly in mere seconds Oh, like I like what they showed on the first ever trailer. Like, whoa, wow! Look at this. Not no lonely screens and bam! Wow, it is true. No lonely screens at all. Uh, and the last thing is that I I'm just glad that Insomniac haven't forgotten its roots. They, even though they are now like all mostly in, uh, they are now making the Spider-Man games, right? They, yep. They're still like okay. We we have we have another team to spare to keep on making. That old the old three D platformer that can still be kicking around, and unlike Naughty Dog, 
No, they're, they're too mature for that anymore. Uh, Jack and Dexter doesn't exist anymore. Um, don't <laughs> say that when we're talking about Ratchet and Clank, River Park. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, uh, that's, that's Ratchet and Clank, River Park. I can't wait to get the game when I finally see a PS5 uh, appear into existence. Oh, by the way, I should mention that uh, for Psychonauts 2, they have also walked away with the best aesthetic and best story award. I haven't mentioned Ooh, that previously. I see. Mm. <laughs> okay, back back to the list. Alright. <laughs> Next up on our list, the the other R game between three R ge- between three games we start team we are. It is Resident Evil Village. Or most of you call it Resident Evil 8. Uh easy. Easy word I can say to about Resident Evil 8 is Big mummy vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, then the the side, and other than that, this is another solid first-person showing by the Capcom team because I think this is their second time. Ma- no, no, third time. Sorry, I forgot Resident Evil Survivor. Never forget Resident Evil Survivor. Deep cut. Deep cut. Yeah. Like this, they have just what they have done is they just refine what what we have played from Resident Evil 7 and made it better. Like, now aiming is more snappy, which makes, like, those harder, like, those tense moments more easier to, well, not panic. And I guess it is a weird way to wrap up the story of Ethan Winters like this, but hey, hey, I I am not on the Capcom development team, so I don't know. And, yeah, it is... And also, another thing that this game is the most completed uh, game of 2021. Just shows how much people love playing this one. Even though I'm pretty sure it's just because people want to see Vampire Lady. Never count out Vampire Lady. Also, the reason why Resident Evil Village won Best Meme Generator. That's why. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other reason. We cannot not give them the award. <laughs> cannot. We, we cannot escape it. And next for our final game that starts with an R, it is the very good uh, story-driven game called Road 96. Yeah. How do you pronounce the developer name? DGX Art? Something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just call it DGX. <laughs> no, something like that. Something like that. A French developer. That I can confirm. Yep. Yeah, I thought you need... <laughs> can. E- even though... We mock David Cage. He is from the land of <laughs> the land of the French. And the French know how to make a good story. And this is just another proof that this time with a better like the next time we say which game developer has to make the best story is still French, but now we can say it's TG Art. <laughs> Instead of the other one. Yeah, that I agree. <laughs> it is it is a story that that if you listen to our previous episode, it is a story that likes to intertwine their storytelling. Like, you might meet this character that likes a character, another character, which you make meet as another in another playthrough. And they can reference that. And all of your choices actually make sense, this one. Because it is that interwoven. And it's so... It is quite an interesting way to make this type of story-driven games so that... I guess even though we are going to see the renaissance of both Telltale's own games coming in next year with their like uh, what's it called the is it is it the Star Trek one the 
there was announced recently? Ah, uh, yo, uh, Telltale is making the expense. Oh, the expense, yes. Telltale game, uh, a new uh, game studio. The new, by former yeah, the Telltale new. game studio are making Star Trek. Yeah, and of course we have to mention David Cage is making a Star Wars game. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. Oh. But yeah, but back to Road 96. Yeah, but uh, 96. I think they are now my for this type of story-driven games. They are now my benchmark. How interactive can you be? Uh, the story games. How will these three uh, story-driven games that's coming next year? How interactive they will be when compared to something that an indie team has made? Yeah, that's Road 96. Very cool. Get it on sale right now mm-hmm. if you want. Right next on all this, we have the very fun hack and slash. Thousands and thousands of people in one go. Samurai Warrior Five. What is what? it? What? Samurai Warriors Five is yeah? just good fun. Like it's like turn your brain off, mash button kind of good fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think that's the thing is that um. Uh, People, I I know I was one of those guys who like scoff at this series, the Muso games, right? Where mm-hmm. it's just lah, this is just you just press buttons and stuff happens. So what? And then you press the buttons yourself, and then you see the stuff happens. Oh, that there, there is like set some skills involved, even though like most of them are very very like linear. But hey, number go up as well, and then number of bodies go up because you are like. Juggling them in combo, juggling, it's also yeah. go up. So it's all good fun. It's all yeah. good fun. Like one of the special moves that you can do is like make a twister, which can take more before. <laughs> And that's how like absurd it is. <laughs> one of the fun, most fun weapons in the game during the Sengoku era, where people are fighting with katanas. A gun. You can serve with <laughs> a gun. Yeah. You can basically surf around like boom boom combo as you as you bring you bring the more down of of the enemies together with you as you keep continue juggling them as a combo. Oh god, it's just stupid good fun. That's Samurai Warriors Five story is kind of silly too. They they made they've made the the romantic tales the romantic air legendary tales of the Sengoku era into uh into a shonen. I think for the best, eh, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't like Shonen this time around? That's why. Who doesn't like Nobu or the Nobu Daga as being the the naive and optimistic one, while he's uh he's paired with Akechi, who is like the more broody and realistic one. Yes, this should remind you of a certain anime. We've mentioned it in the past episode. Yeah, we mentioned it in the last episode. I know that. Oh, I think what's it called. The Boruto's dad or something? Yeah, Boruto's dad. <laughs> right next, we have uh one of one of two Bandai Namco's entry within the top thirty. It is Scarlet Nexus, and I can I say that the director of this game is so nice, <laughs> and like, everyone like he he likes everyone who has platinum his game. I think this is his first project, big project as a game director, which is very sweet. I'm, I like, I feel so bad not playing this game now. <laughs> From what I've played of the demo, this is a solid action RPG. I mean, not to maybe not to the level of Neo Automata or the Neo Replicants, right? But yeah. it's solid enough in terms of hey, 
we have a party of uh we have a party members all with their quirks and features and follow the normal archetypes of a JRPG party. But also the world is set in a cyberpunk style future. And you also get to do psychic abilities. Wait, this isn't psychonauts, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they 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 thread the same like the same uh the idea of like they call it even the they call the genre itself brain punk to describe their aesthetic, which is interesting, sir. Yeah, Scarlet Nexus is solid from what I've played. It's just that uh this is one of the games that I just don't get around. But that it's and- enough. Yeah, and that like and it launches. Thing. Yeah, and it launches on the on this on the September, which is packed with Deathloop and some other game like you know Life is Strange. So they really they really draw the short straw on that one. But speaking of short straw, the other game that is very Japanese. And I guess it's quite famous as well due to the fact that it sold very well for a SMT title, which is Shin Megami Tensei V. Uh, what what to say about Shin Megami Tensei V? It is the game where demons can literally spit on you and steal your money, and people don't question that at all. <laughs> <laughs> From what I get, the the the, other, the demons also interact with each other. Yeah. Wait, this literally what you your friends with this clown? Okay, damn. Then I'll be friends with your clown as well. <laughs> That's how the 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 writing, the dialogue between demons are so funny. <laughs> like I just want to say that it is a reason why, even though it is one of the hardest RPGs that you can play on the market right now, but due to the fact that it is obscure, absurdly funny at times, people don't care about the hardness, the difficulty. Yeah, it's definitely the the Pokemon game your school teacher warned you about back then. Oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, demons. Because demon. of, uh, <laughs> this is the game, not Pokemon. They they this was supposed to mention Shin Megami Tensei. Pengaruh setan. <laughs> literal pengaruh setan. <laughs> you can literal get a Lucifer in your party. So hi ho. I mean, that's not the worst. I saw a dev. Uh, I think there's a devil with on the toilet or something. I forgot the name. Shin Megami Tensei V. We will get around to that eventually. Yeah. I personally will make an effort for to get it, but that means I have to get a switch. Uh, that's Join another us. story for another day. <laughs> Next, we have the the two the second of the Bandai Namco uh Double Trouble, which is. Tears of Arise, you know the Tears series is quite famous, but not really that. Uh, like it's not mainstream famous, but it is famous enough that they. This is the game that won the other game of, game of the year stuff, the best RPG. I guess I can only like I can describe it as what if what if we don't have Dragon Quest in our timeline? This is the second best thing. This is basically that we have the weird eleven party members, we have the weird quest. And we have the very colorful yet somehow there's some darkness in between them type of uh, land that we are going to travel with, and yeah, like it's, it shows that the tale series have been slowly building up to this because I think this is the first time they are going action RPG instead of turn based. Uh, they used to be like action-esque as in instead of like uh, you pick your actions in a menu you just mm-hmm. press the button straight away and do combos but now 
it prop i think it's more proper action rpg in terms of yeah. you can have full direct control yep. last time around you just press the buttons you can't move around in some of the games i've played not all i i well i played one apparently <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst one, one. <laughs> Yeah, the free one on PS Plus, uh, Vesperia, kan? Zestiria. Zestiria, yeah. The Vesperia is a different one. I think Vesperia is much more uh, more well-received. I mean, that's the reason that game goes for free, uh, Zestiria. <laughs> on PS Plus, I wonder why. <laughs> But still, hey, recovery, man. They, they're back. Tales of our, uh, the series is now in, in good shape. Right. Three more to go. Part of the team. Next, we have Unpacking. This is an indie game by the folks at Humble Humble Games. We know the guys who made Humble Bundle and the developer Wishbeam. And I like to explain unpacking as the game where you relax because it is basically just you know sorting out sorting out your your stuff. Like it's basically again. What if you don't want to do your home chores? What about game chores? <laughs> it's also the same. It's- It tickles the same satisfaction as if you played The Sims and then you go to buy mode and then you want to like make a very live-in room. So you just decide to, okay, put in more clutter stuff and then adjust the angle just a tiny bit here. Okay, put the clock here which does not have any gameplay ramifications but you just want it to look pretty. And then you put in other decorations here. It's the same. It's the same feeling. Yeah. It is really relaxing. The music is very is lo-fi, so you guys, you know, as you were know, sorting out your, I don't know, your closet, your your play character's closet, you hear the lo-fi just playing like, oh, very comfy. Yeah, that's unpacking. It's very nice. Do as with all the games in the top thirty, do give it a try. And next, ooh. we have ooh. The, the, This one is quite interesting. This is yeah. the sleeper entry of our of the game of the years. Pretty much, so I, I would say this is surprise of the year. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, Coffee Stains Valheim. Iron Gate Studios. And Iron Gate, yes. Yep. So Viking uh, base building survival, not survival, survival game, yeah. It's based with base building like Minecraft. How do I say this? There's a specific charm to Valheim. That you have to play to to really feel it. Yeah, I agree. It is like there is some satisfaction to be, to start building like you know, like start building a commune like you know for food and for no for no reason. Even though we don't eat, but we yeah. might as well just build a carrot a carrot farm for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then cry as all your work goes to waste when when the monsters finally come and attack it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I would say that Valheim fits that one that middle ground where it is not that stressful when you fight mm-hmm. monsters, but it's not that that boring that like, you know just the uh, the monotonous just no cutting wood to cutting wood and all because it is a good balance. It's it's a it's a good balance between survival and just vibing in general. Yeah. Of games. Okay, if you're let's say you're a beginner, uh, start playing and then don't know the game, it can get quite challenging. But once you get the loop going, it's yeah, it's pretty chill, pretty vibe until you reach the swamps or the plane. Then it's horror game. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
But for me, my, for me, my friends, when we when we got the boat, oh no, oh no, <laughs> the, when the weather changed, oh no, but <laughs> it is yeah. nice. Yeah, sleepy. Uh, I remember when I first got it, I had multiple of ten hour sessions, pretty much straight, and I was sitting just play Valheim, and then another, and then another. That's 4x level of one more turn there. One more 10 day. hours. One more turn. <laughs> one, one, one more day. One more day. Another God. day. Another day. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I understand yes, okay, that. Okay, today uh, I'm going to forage for food. So let's say, uh, okay, I'm going to hunt boars, like collect uh, apples or berries. Okay. Next day I want to go mine copper and then processing copper. So yes. One day and then another day. Next day I want to do this. Next day I want to do that. And before you know it, you already have a fortress. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And it's still in early access. Plenty of things to come. Story mm. is good. Yeah. And we have our final game in our top thirty. And this is like like all all of the indie titles and they they have their own quirks and features that deserves to be in our uh, top thirty game of the year list. And this one actually captivated more or less me, Mac, and Anand due to the fact that it is that flexible, which is really the myth. By World Walker Games. And my god, this game is a very nice surprise as well. Like many of the other indie games and all nice surprises. But this one is, uh, it tickles me spe- especially because it hits the genres I like. Like it is at first front. It is a strategy, tactical RPG, essentially an XCOM-like. And then they layered in this fun bit, which is a procedural storytelling method by way of you choose your own adventures while watching comic strips. And those choose your own adventure choices have large ramifications of how your character will come out throughout the adventure. And the adventure is also like, it's not like... Uh, it's a it's a it's a evolving world with time passes. Like you you can have one session be like multiple chapters, and multiple chapters will be part of different stages of life. So maybe the first chapter you see your starting three characters speed up because of weird circumstances, like there's a fire there, and you can already start establishing relationships. Oh, are these two characters love each other, or they are fierce rivals? And this Ooh. will. And this will like appear back in other cho- either stories to be referenced against. And you can also like assign personalities to the characters. So if you like, uh, try to f- uh, to recruit some some clumsy or some some prankster of a mage somewhere in town because we you need more adventurers in the party right now. And the introduction uh, comic strip will see you being pranked. Something like that, which is all nice. Also, you can get children and your characters can die or they retire early because I have enough. I've seen enough. I'm going to peace out. But before I peace <laughs> out, let me leave you some teaching. I will mentor one of the existing party members, carry on my knowledge. But man, I've seen enough. My hand has turned into a rock. I've lost my other leg and I almost got killed by some demon spider. So yeah, that's it, man. I'm out. Nah, mate, no more, no more, please. Uh, I and, need my other hand. <laughs> and the fun thing is also that you can also, like, save certain characters to reappear in other adventures. 
So like if you have like a well veteran warrior that have like gone through different adventures in let's say like different timelines I guess so you can have them become as an NPC later in a new camp fresh campaign and say okay this new character oh no that's that warrior that this stuff and the fact that you know more about that warrior instead of like uh oh this is just some pre-random generation uh character that just to fill out the story but oh, oh that's my character that i've spent hours in and i know their stories beforehand and then see them kill off because of story reasons just fun <laughs> Oh wow! Just like the Star Wars series. Yeah, you can. Uh, they <laughs> can do that. They can do that. That's will the be man. Uh, again, it's it's the cross of uh, a strategy tactics game, but with the storytelling capabilities, thanks to the power of data sheets and choices. So yeah, we have run through the top thirty. Yep. Now comes the fun part. As we look at is the other spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't know, but this is basically the main course because, oh boy, we have to list, we have to rank accordingly 10 of the games for our list and we have to award oh. a game of the year. As, as a Gogura would say, oh no. <laughs> so we have a different spreadsheet for this. Uh, for those who don't know, we are looking at spreadsheets to do all these deliberations. And who now, says, who says a per, uh, says what looking at spreadsheet can be boring? No, this is fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now the fun part is like to fill in the ten blanks there in order to not make me uh, to make myself feel guilty again, unlike last year where a certain game was on the top of the spreadsheet and never budged with the award. <laughs> I mean, we've discussed it in Toro, and I think we all agree what that game should be the winner. But still, I feel like maybe we should do it a bit more. Uh, less we don't preload stuff. Less obvious. Ah, uh, yeah. So, what I have here in front of us is like a list of games, the top thirty in alphabetical order, but with three different like uh, categories. The bottom three are the games we didn't play, so that's automatically will be the bottom thirty. And then the top, uh, is it ten or eleven? There are like a few games that we have like discussed pre-show that are in contention for top ten at the very least. So that's just to make us easier to like look around and sift through the list. And now we have to make the move. So, shall we begin? All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Okay, 10. Ooh. At least, eh? I mean, we don't necessarily need to, like, put in number 10 first. Number, number can, okay. Pick one. Pick one. We can at least, like, contemplate whether this game is in top 10 or top 5. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, for I'll me... Begin. Oh, okay, go, go first. <laughs> I guess can like I think we go with Shivery. Well, Shivery too can you have played it and we have watched you play very silly shenanigans with it. Yeah. Where do you think it lands, Matt? At the very least, top ten. Yeah. At the yeah. very least, it has to yeah. be ten again. No, uh, I don't think. No, no, no. I don't think it's ten. It is. Due to the fun that it is fun and it is one of the few ge- multiplayer only games again that works on launch. It is any top five. Oh, or you want to put five? 
or six. I think six. Okay, let's put it six first. Yeah, but, okay. first. Yeah, we can arrange later. Just put it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. this is okay. financial to you. It just, this is fact that like, uh, like our prof, uh, gaming profit, how it said, if it just works, can. It Good. just works. <laughs> hmm. Let's get a shiver it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, that look, yeah. Deathloop. Death Ooh, Deathloop. Deserves to be top 10. Do- yes, definitely deserves to be top 10. I would go to top 5, but it will be a hard budge for... Yeah. Yeah, it deserves top 5. It's top... I'm going for top 5, but I... Uh, the problem with Deathloop is that I am the biggest fan of Deathloop here, but I'm also the biggest critic of Deathloop. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i also the biggest critic of the game below it, Forza Horizon, so <laughs> it, it checks out. Like, here's the thing about Deathloop. Like, I like Deathloop because it tries to do the murder puzzle thing. It channels Hitman in a lot of ways. That's why I like it so much. And the fact that this time around, in a, compared to other arcane games, right, you mm-hmm. are totally free, free. To, from being ha- having to play Steph. Just shoot everyone and you'll be fine. And no you are not here. judged in any way whatsoever. That's just so liberating. But yeah. the fact of the matter is that to make Deathloop works as it is with a multiplayer component, with online stuff, uh, a lot of the like fun shenanigans that is in immersive sims, like, oh, you can like stack boxes together or something like that, right? Uh, that mm-hmm. have to be pared down, which is like, ah, oh, like there, there are a lot of things like if you play Deathloop, you, as- you will be led into a very specific funnel. There's like... No room for silly fun. Like, not no total room. Less room for silly fun. Like, one of the most fun, silly fun things that people share around with Deathloop, right? Is that you can put a grenade on top of a fireworks that you can interact. That firework would just, like, if you interact with it, you just shoot up and poop blows uh, a colorful thing. But if you put a grenade on it, like a sticky mine, and you explode the sticky mine while it is nearby an enemy when it goes up into the sky, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a free bomb for you. <laughs> But that's the that's the thing. That's the biggest thing that you can do silly things. You could do much more sillier things in like in, in a dishonor or in a prey. So that's a bit rubbing me uh, in the wrong way. And the fact that there is a one solution to how to break the loop. It's really like, oh, that was disappointing. Like, it could have been a game where you are allowed to make your own route to win the game. But no, there is a specific solution, which is, ah, come on. You are this close to greatness. This could have been the easy game of the year, but now. <laughs> it's, it's top five, but it's hovering number two or three right now. Unless you guys have different opinions. Uh, yeah, I think like yeah, it's not not uh, like the not podium, but I think top four. They are the uh, the uh, kalau in F one itu the the yeah, they are the Avatari like ah uh, so close, so close. But the the thing is, they are not Avatari, they Ferrari. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, all the backings, yeah, yeah, they are Ferrari. So. That's why it hurts. They could have done. <laughs> This could have been their year, but just, ah, skip lagi. Just Today's orange. So close. <laughs> no. So close. Like, day one of playing Deathloop, this is game of the year. 
Week yeah, two did. of playing Devloop. Ah. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it is for Ali. So That's close to win. Crash. Uh. Sikit <laughs> lagi. But I I would not be surprised if people are harping over Deathloop as game of the year. Like, some, for some people who are not into the immersive sims, this is the best thing ever. And I would agree if you have that perspective. Okay, what else? Oh, by the way, Deathloop and Chival True uh, still can move around the places. We just put it yeah. there for now. Yeah? Got it. Next, we have... Ooh. Ooh, we have Forza Horizon. Here's the funny thing. Sword uh, <laughs> out, <now>, shit. <laughs> would, would, I mean, Forza Horizon 5 should still be in top 10, right? Yes, definitely. Okay. But how about Hot Wheels Unleash, the best racing game winner? <laughs> My goodness. We have established a precedent. <laughs> We have established a This is good. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. I think let's put it on. I'm just throwing that right, up let, for now. Let's, let's okay, think let's, of other this, yeah, these games. two. Yeah, these two games. Then uh, we we keep in view first. So okay. let's go down to Halo, Halo then. So Halo Infinite for me easy top five juga due to the fact that it is can it is the reinvention of a series that for now guys for the last five years was stagnant. And they they've done it. Three four three has done it. They have beat Master Chief John Halo fun again. Even after it's very interesting, ever cameo in Fortnite, John Halo has done it. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, and, top 10 for sure. But I'm yeah. uh, I'm still like contemplating. Maybe at at that very top is five for now, unless. We can figure out a better argument, but it is at least uh at the at most five at yeah, least fifth. ten. I think it can go five fifth. Yeah, I put it five first, but if you want it to go higher, I need to hear more. Okay, okay. Oh, Hitman, Hitman three. Yes, Hitman three is top ten. Top ten. Is it top ten? But I don't know if I have the argument to put it top five. No, because I, of... think... nah. I also I can argue for it for the game top five guys. Like, yeah, because it is... it is a very polished version of Hitman. This is the best Hitman has ever been. But the thing is, is that they didn't reinvent it as much, and yeah, it's because of no, there's no like big selling point or something. Okay, lah, VR is the thing. But do we play VR games? No, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not only recently the part of VR itself, so like, everything is recent. BC <laughs> VR is coming next year. The, right now, it's just the PSVR thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the, the limitations of Hitman 3, to be on the list. It doesn't have that killer app to go higher, but it is a solid top 10. I'm going to put it 10 first. We'll see how it flows later. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Replicant. Yeah, replicant. Top ten. I think they. I think they deserving top ten. It's not. It, it is not game of the year. No, because it's just near more near automata. But top ten, yes. And I mean, again, it it, it is like it is like the rest of the remake remaster for the game. Like it is unshackling from basically the Xbox 360 and PS3 era. And that is every time that that happens already good. And I do like to see Yokotaro getting angry because his upper music, 
his music designer always gets the, the credit and not him. <laughs> so, top 10. Uh, yeah, just top put 10. it somewhere. Yeah, put it somewhere in the top 10. But is it better than Hitman 3? I... Ooh. Hard questions, huh? Ah, yeah, hard questions. <laughs> yeah. I have to think about it, yeah. Okay, if you want to think about it, KIV lah. But it is top KIV. 10 for sure. Psychonauts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think, like, they can. Uh, thinking back, I think they can uh, overtake Hitman 3 due to the fact that uh, before, uh, I think recently, Jokataro did say he want to burn out uh, the Final Fantasy fourteen servers. And <laughs> recently, the Final Fantasy servers has been terrible. So I guess he did... He, he has did, done the deed and burned up the servers so that now people play real replica. That is just a theory. Yeah, it's an unrelated side side of topic. Yeah. Mm, okay, I'll figure out the use of the information later. <laughs> one one useless one useless information episode. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Alright. I cannot do. Do we really want to make the stream shaper happy? Even though we are a gor- basically gorilla media? Because, can, can, they can be top. They can be the number one. But I think they can be podium. I mean, podium at the very least. Yeah. I, I, I would entertain an argument to push it down to just top five. Ooh, let's hear it. Why? No, no, no. I mean, if anyone wants to push down Psychonauts 2 to just top 5, I wouldn't mind. Like, no, at, the, at the end of the day, Psychonauts 2 is still a game that is a form of a video game that we come to know already. It's like that. It's not like defining anything new, but it's just that for the brief they are going for a 3D platformer with an c- interesting story, they nail all that brief with flying colors. It's like, this is the dish you ordered, this is the dish you get, and it is done to almost perfection. But this is still that dish. That nasi goreng. The nasi <laughs> that, goreng. That nasi goreng kampung. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about it. I mean, it is so well done. But at the end of the day, this is not like super avant-garde new thing that we haven't seen before. No, no. But this is still a comfortable thing that you are very familiar with. Just done so well executed. So that's why I'm not really pushing it for for the win for now. But we can make the accumulator. At the very least we can set we can settle it for top three to top five. Right, I think yeah. Still it, I think it deserves to be in the podium at least for now. Yeah, okay. it's, it's in the running. It's in the running. Where do we slot Resident Evil Village? Ooh. Resident Evil Village, top ten as well. Like I said, it, it is the same boat as Psychonaut. It doesn't really event the wheel. People are there basically for for the mummy vampire GF. And that's about it. But yeah, it doesn't... Like, it is a trend uh, for the last, like, what? Five years? Since Resident 7 came out in 2017. Then we have a year gap for before Resident Evil to remake. And then another year gap before Resident Evil 3 remake. And now it's Resident Evil 8. And... It is. Now, I want to say that I almost gotten like Resident Evil fatigue, but it is. The fundamentals are solid enough to make it enjoyable at least. And 
I don't think it is a top like podium though. I think it's a top ten yeah, contender, like around nine maybe. I would have thought you might say eight, but nine. Nah, okay. Let, nah let's, let's put nine first. But then remember, near replicant, I haven't put it in the top ten just yet. Mm, okay, 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 okay. So we still need to adjust, you know. And we actually we have more the uh, we we have more games on the on the watch list compared to the slots we need to fill in. So some games yeah. will remain unranked. Alright, alright. Uh, ooh, road ninety six. Easy top three. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> due to Easy the fact that, that due to the fact that it is weird and it is quirky enough again to have such a story that twists and turns into every every playthrough before like the final through ending and stuff, it deserves to be in the top three. Who knows? Like maybe it might be it might be the game of the year. Who knows? I don't know. That remains to be seen, but it is there for now. On number two, unpacking or oh, no? Unpacking. I'm. I'm sorry, oh, no. I. I. It is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unpacking, but you have to be the husk for this. For this one, uh, eleven, please. And uh, and I think it will be in the top thirty, but it does doesn't have like. The what's it called? The charm. It does have the charm, my new. Like it's very comfortable and cozy, but it doesn't have like what I expect it a game to be in the top ten. Sorry to see. <laughs> it's a very unique experience, but yeah, it doesn't hold up as in like in the top ten list with this strong of a competitor. It just doesn't. It just cannot. The charm is not enough to carry it further. So, oh, well, yeah. I, Valheim. Alan, where do you think? Uh, <laughs> I mean, deserve top 10. Yeah, top 10. Okay, yeah. Top, top 10 is the easy answer. But is it top 5? Mm. <laughs> That's the cool I mean, word. it's early access. Nah, it is early access, it, so they can grow. I'm not even sure if it should be listed here. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, tuka, tuka. Like, it's it is access. So, technically, if it if it's in, if not even rank in the top 10, tak apa, because... You know what, we're going to put honorable mention. Ah, okay. okay. If that's yeah. the case, then Valheim is also unranked. Yeah. Alright. Will the myth... It, 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 but Valheim will be number one in honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Fine. Boy. <laughs> Valheim... I, I wanted uh... the, the 11 to 30 to be unranked, but fine... It was <laughs> it was considered. Let's just put the yeah. Uh, but, but if that's the ranking, lah, basically, like that will be like the top that yep. unranked. <laughs> so, will the I don't know if I can make an argument to top five already because a lot of its selling point is like it kind of overlaps. Yeah, it's you making the fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, like that, and also like a lot of the 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 system is already like. Similar threads to Route 96. Like, I think both of them uh, can either be equal to. But for for what I can say is that Wildermith is still like. Um, it's still a little bit janky in parts. It mm. still feels like cobbled together in some form. But that's the charm of it, you can see. <laughs> That's yeah, that's the, the charm of indie games. Yeah, that's the charm of indie games. Uh. It's just. <laughs> the, the quirks makes it fun sometimes. 
So that's the problem. That's the problem I have with Will the Smith is that I cannot recommend it that high, but I have to recommend it. At the very least, it should be number ten. Like we could probably bump all the games right now again at the slot in Will the Beef at number ten. Yeah, I think it is a top ten. Yeah. Oh, mana it? <laughs> okay, now we have to look back at the the Forza conundrum. Oh, okay, right back to Forza. Okay, so how we wanna do this, like? Okay, alright. Uh, so, if for, oh yeah, like I said, like like you said, guys, we are. Even though you like Deathloop, you are the hardest critic. I also like Forza, but I am also its harshest critic. <laughs> it's like it's like that. Uh, it's like that quote from uh the Ratatouille movie by Anton Ego. Like everybody can be a critic, but when you like it, it will be it is more meaningful. I think I think that's the saying goes. And I don't know. This is this is quite interesting. Can but it is not impossible because uh, a certain other a very big site has named Forza Horizon Five as their game of the year overall. So it could be in first. Okay, that's ah. that's okay. Okay, you throw the curveball here. Oh God, that's right. That's right. So wait, like, wait, we have wait, wait. No, uh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. The, the the conversation I thought we we're gonna make is that if Forza Horizon 5 is or is gonna be on the top 10 list, shouldn't Hot Wheels Unleash as the de facto race racing game of the year, shouldn't be on that list as well? Or how we're gonna put this then? Okay, actually. <laughs> because now you've put the conversation for if not, <laughs> the conversation was supposed to be can Hot Wheels squeeze in into is Forza Horizon 5 game of the year oh god wait wait hold on okay oh, and this is the Chile. first game in the list that we are talking about is it possible to put game the of the year oh yeah, no this wait is, this oh. is the Gando right? okay this is the part that we're talking about oh. another one hour <laughs> okay so sure alright even though, okay, I will now give you an argument. I will now use my upper degree, my argument degree to happen. <laughs> okay. Even though, again, even though Hot Wheels won Racing Game of the Year, this is a big, big, but, but, okay. Let's say, again, in, in the future, in, let's say, like 2020, 20, not 2020, no, maybe 2076, let's say. Okay, what game? Oh, I want to play a retro racer. What what game should I play? Would that would that person take a branded game, a, a branded licensed game about cars, about model cars, ataupun the game that he has heard from his grandparents, perhaps? Oh, this is the game. If you want to play a racing game, Sunny, this is the one you want to play. That's my argument. <laughs> Okay. Because we are looking at future, we are because looking at the future can I I think even though Hot Wheels won our racing every year, but we will still play Forza Horizon. Tola. Okay, okay, now okay, okay, okay. If you're gonna go that that line of thought, yeah. Okay, we there's okay. There's a better way to untangle this because I have to make that I have to consider. Forza Horizon 5 and Hot Wheels Unleashed to be together because I see them as racing games. So 
So they are come together yeah. as packages, right? Yeah. So what you're saying right now that Forza Horizon 5 is more than a racing game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that is, whatever that is, cat. It's more than okay. a racing game. Oh god, what? I think that it is like Forza again. Like we have come to the point that Forza Horizon is now on par with GT with GT the Grand Turismo as a brand. Not Motorsport. Motorsport has fumbled it badly with the last three three installments. But Horizon is not Toruto with GT7. It is the given. If, if people, let's say, in the future, they like the next Horizon, Manata, like Dubai or, or Tokyo, whatever, people are, will, will be lining up for it. It is the, oh, the car game. I know this one. The same way that like, people are saying, oh, Gran Turismo, I know this one. And it started, and, and the mainstream, uh, what you said, The mainstream exposure to that is from Forza Horizon 5. This game came out with game on Game Pass as well, right? This yeah, first uh, game to launch the, on with of the series to launch. And date, yeah, and date on Limbless. Hmm. Ah, uh, okay. This is way too big. I, 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 uh, I need to unpack <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> ไม่ได้ตัดสินใจอันแพ็คอีกโอเคโอเคโซวีวิลเอ็ดดิสคอสออฟเดอะดิสคัชชั่นวีแฮฟเอทลิสต์วันเกมของเราอยู่กันเน
No, because that's the thing. I when I first put the argument into uh, if you're gonna put Forza Horizon Five in here, it's it's just we have to bring Hot Wheels Unleashed in because those both games are technically racing games, and mm-hmm. it would be weird if we have the technically the better game, the best game of the genre to be succeed uh, to be placed lower in the overall list. That's what my line of thinking was first. Since you have uh, confirmed that Forza Horizon 5 is more than a racing game, that yeah. line of thinking has been unshackled. I, yeah, I, I mean, as a game, for me personally, as a game, Forza is more complete. But as a racing game, I would say Always Forza more, yeah. is something deserving of like, yeah. a racing game. It's the matter of fact that Hot Wheels Unleashed is focused on making a racing game. Forza do, yeah. is doing more stuff. Yeah. As the game itself, it's more. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Uh, leave Hot Wheels Unleashed in the unranked. Okay. It's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my Master Games. We have failed you. <laughs> sorry, my friends of a child. I'm sorry, sir. This What's is the way. This is the way. <laughs> Number 10. Uh, yep. Some shenanigans with the spreadsheets are happening. Yeah, so as we as we do some shenanigans again, like this is why we love talking about game of the year. This is why it takes like more more probably five hours to do this type of episode because goddamn <laughs> Like even though we are now a man down since early 2021 and this has been the most funnest This is actually quite actually quite interesting to do something like with three people due to the fact that You know, we, <laughs> I, I, or maybe Mac, or maybe Anna can do like dumbass curveballs like this for no reason. <laughs> well, like if you guys have been caring for us for like four years, I'll take, I thank you. Due to the fact that we also, uh, I don't know, like ramble on sometimes. And it is quite nice. Like even though our views aren't exactly like BS, the, the, the likes of, you know, GB's brave near stuff or KKP's uh for I don't know bi monthly or bi annually doing podcast with much bigger penyorang, but yeah we're done 100 episodes we might as well do another 200. Let's go. The fade out to Anans. Let's go. We work so well. <laughs> so all right, okay. The order has been set. Okay, now we need to look at who. Sticks to number 10. Like right now at the bottom, most bottom is Lil Demith. And then your oh. replicant, Hitman 3, Resident Evil Village, Chivalry 2. So, here's the thing. Uh, I think Chivalry 2 and Resident Evil Village can go higher. I think that yes. will stick. Yes, I agree. Yep, that I agree. Now, I agree. the bottom three order is between Hitman 3, your replicant, and Lil Demith. How are we going to rearrange this? If need so. I think it should be as it is. Yeah, I think it should be as easy as well. Like, Wind of is good for top 10, but it'll stay 10. <laughs> yeah, I have... I have... That, that's still an honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still on the top 10. That's not a bad. I have no more cards to play for Wind of <laughs> Yeah. And in terms of, like, bringing back a game... Uh, uh... No, how do you put this? No, no, okay. A new replicant can stay there. I have... Yeah, 99 point. Yeah, it is... Mm. It is just more near Automata, so 90s is not that bad. Mm-hmm. Between Resident Evil Village and Hitman 3, I think the more impactful game, well, 
I would maybe personally not agree, but Village is the stronger contender lah. Just for the mm. fact that it it is doing more things, new things. Hitman 3 is that, again, it, this is the nasi goreng kampung done well. Yeah. I mean, they tried to do a, a weird, apa, panda food order or something like that. It didn't oh, work. The, and then, the, okay. The panda special. And then, okay, we open back our old kedai. This is how we do it again. <laughs> Okay, so stick around. Between <laughs> Resident Evil Village and Chivalry 2, will there be any changes? Uh, no. I... No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I guess Chivalry 2 does a good job with the multiplayer. And, oh my god, so many references. Like, I've like there's one video I've seen on YouTube, like, so many references to, like, old-timey stuff, like, you know, Matipata semua. It deserves... To be better than Vampire Lady. So, yeah. Alright, cool. So, that sticks. How about this? Chivalry 2 versus Halo Infinite. Oh, no. Halo Zaya. Halo Zaya. The big... Oh, okay. <laughs> is, it, is it because of Halo or what? It's hmm. Halo Redemption. Yeah, this is the redemption arc for Chivalry 3. Alright, so Chivalry... 2 is number 6. Halo Infinite versus Deathloop. Oh. Okay, this is difficult. Okay. Mac, do you have anything to... Def- uh, do you have to anything to say about Deathloop? Because I I know where it, it lies. What about you? Uh, atas ke bawah? Uh, atas or take ke bawah? <laughs> the This... most fun... That's the thing. <laughs> When... It has been, it has been far removed from the time I've played Deathloop that I have lost all the words to say good things about Deathloop. Like Deathloop, when you are playing it, when you are in, uh, while in you zone. are still in the investigation, while you still haven't finished the game, it is just full of like weird mysteries together to figure out how do I get to this key, uh, this person? How do I discover this? How do I open this room? What does this room mean? Why why is the setting vague? Why is the place called Abdam? Is this even set in the real world? Stuff like that. Those stuff. And some, and even after playing, uh, after finishing Deathloop, some of the questions have been intentionally being left unanswered. Which I don't mind. Like, I do think a lot about how weird this world might be. If you try to put on some pe- all the pieces together, there are some weird two sentences, and I believe they hinted on a multiverse as well. Oh, it it goes weird places, but they don't go over explaining to 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 stop the mystery. It is still a mysterious game even after playing Deathloop. But the problem with Deathloop is that I cannot go back. I've seen it enough that I already just gonna default. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this again. Like doing the same runs again doesn't feel as fun because you know the gimmick, you know the tricks. Mm. Yeah. But discovering it for the first time is just oh yes. Oh, there's a secret door here. Oh, there's a way to bypass this thing. All right. But after that, uh, now I know already. I cannot like you can reset the progress for code to start back from fresh. But you cannot re- re- uh, refresh my memory. <laughs> you can't do that. The 2B. 
<laughs> the two B moment. Nah. If only Deathloop was properly system based, like the way you can finish the loop, uh, to break the loop, you can do it any other way. And then like as a invading player, as the player who just entered this other world to stop the other guy from breaking the loop, you have no idea what to expect. Is this guy uh at the start of the loop? Is this guy how far have they gone through the loop? That would have make a much more enticing game that can last longer. But I understand that's way bigger of a scope that I don't think they have time or the budget to implement. It almost became the better Hitman. Just this close. That's Death Loop. I mean, it's already the better Hitman. It's, it's around here instead of <laughs> it. Sure, sure. But, but <laughs> if you put Hitman 2 and Death Loop in the same year, the, the arguments will change. But yeah, on this list, it's the better Hitman. <laughs> so, Atas? I don't know if so, I want to budge it. Psychonauts 2 for Deathloop. But Route 96 looks comfy over there. Yeah, I think Route 96 is... Hmm, hmm. Second or third? Are they Red Bull or Ferrari? Hmm. <laughs> I, I want to applaud the unconventional... Uh, the, the uniqueness of the storytelling way they have pioneered. It is the game that I wish Telltale made. So I'm gonna read it highly. I'm not sure if I have the 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 argument to push it top. No, but I, it is no, no, no. For the I mean, I mean even even though let's say you to like, rank it quite highly, yes, quite a criticism in a sense. It's it's not enough. The story just not punchy enough from some for some people. So yeah, like it might be for personally, it might be the game of the year for me. Tapi mm-hmm. for overall, nah, it's, it is not. It has the quirks that it doesn't doesn't feel like it could be someone's the, the overall GM version of GM the year. So like yeah, I think like third place fully, third place second. So second knots, where did he lead? No, everything yeah, rest- let, let it be there for second knots. Let's it. Hmm. Oh shit. Okay. So the, 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 the the big V8 in the room then. Oh, <laughs> the man. Big, the big block LS. Uh, the big block LS of elephant in the room now. Okay. I, I think Halo Infinite won't budge. It, no. It, it sticks at number 5. Yep. The, the actual Halo 5. <laughs> Halo 5 doesn't exist. Man. This top 4 is whack. <laughs> As expected for a company like us. Wow. Man. <laughs> Unconventional. How you arrange it, it don't, doesn't matter. It's still it wild. Okay, ta- okay. Before we, we do the, yeah, the top four, and like, I expect can someone, someone like stumbling upon our website. Wait, where's Returnal? Where's Ratchet and Clank? Where's Metroid? Apa Dread? Don't know. Problem is we didn't play. <laughs> uh, remind me, we have to put a disclaimer on top of the article. Mm. Just... This is our list, eh? Uh, yeah, this is our list. This is the we don't play all the big games. We have our very specific preferences of genres that we mm-hmm. think. I mean, who the heck would put an overall game of the year list and have four, two four X games on there? Nah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, back on topic. 
Then, if Route 96 does not have enough support, I think it can move fall. down to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was almost bargaining, but oh boy, lower yeah. But yeah, I think Psychonauts 2 and Deathloop <laughs> sticks on the podium. Yes. yes. That's the way it is. Yes. Definitely, yes. Route yeah. 96. Because, like I said, you know, like, Psychonauts does one thing, but it does one thing best. Uh, it knows. It, I think that the game is pretty short, right? Like, it doesn't overstate its welcome as well. 20 hours. Ah, On like the that, good. I finished. Yeah. Ah. Very, very nice. Like, I don't yeah. feel like padding-wise, none. Of yeah, course, you a... have the optional stuff that you can collect, right? But it doesn't yep. overstate its welcome. Totally good pacing. Totally. See? So, yeah. It, it, it is a game that is built very well. So, it does, it does have a podium spot. Meanwhile, Deathloop is the new fusion food. <laughs> Nasi goreng kampung, chicken chop. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The Panda special, the nasi goreng chicken chop. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. So, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit different. It's a new kind of game. It doesn't play to conventions, but I wish they don't play to conventions even more. It's just... Ah, uh, skit lagi. Skit lagi. But Deathloop is still a fun experience that if you you go in, you finish through, uh, you will appreciate the journey. The ending might be weird, but you appreciate the journey of like uh, putting together the murder puzzle. That's still satisfying. Unfortunately, you cannot erase the solution. Okay, let's say you already found solution so Is it worth it to replay? That's the thing. You basically know the game. But yeah, the, the trick the trick is that do you want to mess around with other people? You can play as the evader. Ooh. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the evader is the end game, technically speaking. But I, do, I don't vibe enough with, the, uh, with evading people. Again, because of the limitations of the interactions that you can do. I, I thought that coming in into Deathloop, I can just be the evader and just stack in some weird boxes, close in some doors, like like indirectly mess them. Like, not even like trying to kill them, but just like make them feel spooky that you will be hunted. But now I'm just playing around. Haha. <laughs> I thought you can do that. No, no, no. no like all in the style. Yeah, yeah. You thought you'd be in a dishonored style of gameplay, but nah. Yeah, this is not dishonored. Like the fact that there, there is an 0451 reference the first door that you can put a code is that you can put a 4451 but it doesn't open speaks a lot of the intentions of this game this does not want to be an immersive sim it wants to be something else and what something else is is it pretty delicious still <laughs> so is this so, a case of one game that does it all sticks around to the top like at the end of the day it feels <laughs> like it's either Forza Horizon 5 and Psychonauts 2 that can, can go game of the year. No, no, please no, no more, no the coin toss. <laughs> the what? No, the no, coin no. toss. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not implying a coin toss, but those are the stronger containers there. And anyway, we slice it right. Microsoft yeah. wins. No, I, 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 Microsoft <laughs> wins, goddamn. Top 3 is Microsoft. God. <laughs> ah, okay, like, yeah, is it like, this is the cause and effect of when the shortage 
they get what the console shortage up. You get Microsoft winning everything. Because they put their games on PC. Ah. This is the, the caveat of, you know, the caveat of, oh, you know, uh, very console exclusive. Yeah. So, Atari, Team Shaper, atau the PLP 50. <laughs> I'm not sure who we're going to blink first. Like, in terms of... Okay. Okay, another let's let's have a weird turn on. Who will win in a drag ra- in a foot race? A PLP fifty or Team Shaper? <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun part. It's a close competition, though. You think how fast the PLP fifty is? Yeah, it's as fast as Team Shaper. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, you know what? I think I have exhausted any arguments for Deathloop. I think it just sticks number three. I'm, I'm, yeah, it I, just sticks number three. I, I, I yeah. feel closure with this. Like, I, I have nothing else to see with Deathloop. It's an amazing game that I wish could have been more. But what it is, is still good. Now, it's the, it's the solid game of which is the strong... Up. How do you want to frame Game of the Year? What is Game of the Year for us? The game that defined 2021? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but is it like... Is it because... Why Why the, is it defining 2021? Connect people. They are part. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, it is... We know it's cliche. It is true. Like, it does connect. Like, psychonauts. It connects people via their reputation of psych- of the human psyche again because you are going into people's brain and then you you give a more understanding between one another. And you can that's connecting people. Well for the horizon literally connects people with one another. And you cannot send uh, send, send gifts. Help people out. Be a good guy. Be a good person on virtual Mexico. And be rewarded. Yeah, both games do define 2021 in a sense. Like, if uh, if you're looking for inner peace, there's Psychonauts 2 that talks you through struggles, mental struggles. Yeah. Meanwhile, Forza Horizon 5 is your car paradise. The escapism. Yeah. You can't drive cars around at this time of day during this, uh, uh, this situation we have right now. Here you go, have fun and you don't necessarily need to race to be a good racer just have fun because cars as a vehicle of expression i, I mean it is a vehicle also but a vehicle Oof. of expression yeah Oof. Oof. hard this is quite hard we're still going <laughs> circles by the way yeah. i don't i don't see any arguments are like making uh making one case for for the other, but we're just saying how good these two games are. My god. Like, <laughs> can we make the argument? Okay, well, can we make one last argument to say that due to the fact that people are technically sleeping over Psychonauts 2, maybe we can use the our platform to showcase all. Let, people, let's play more Psychonauts 2. Because Forza, I don't think Forza needs any more interaction or any more promotion because hot damn, everybody is playing. Everybody and their mother is playing. Even though it's so hard to find people in Forza Arcade now. 
I think we have set that precedent before, haven't we? Yeah. Ni automata comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Just get because this is our this is our platform to showcase the best or the best. And eh? but sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah. we okay. need to showcase more. What is let's say game art at its best? Which is it? Like game development at its best. Second house of Forza. So just people enjoying by the art of game itself. You know what? If you gonna if you frame that question, mm-hmm. which also can can be feel uh can be uh uh reinterpreted as which nasi goreng ayam is the better one. <laughs> the nasi goreng you the, the nasi goreng Mexico atau the nasi goreng ketchup. <laughs> no, ketchup was definitely. Okay, so nasi goreng cycle was yeah. not nasi goreng. Nasi goreng Shinawan. <laughs> Shinawan lah, because you get high to mind of people lah, I guess. Nice. No, I lost yeah. the train of thought trying to make that into fish. Uh, yeah. I, like, I think we yeah, established uh, Psychonauts to be, have embodied that, uh, that vision of this is game at its best. Yeah. Like, they, they are doing this. This is the This is the game that you expected, and they delivered at the best form that they can do. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, if you're gonna be nitpicky, I would still say that the platforming this is just solid. But the fact that it is solid is already a major improvement from what was a rough gem that is the last one. Yeah. Meanwhile, with uh, for the Horizon Five, this is just not. This is a beast of a game that. Finally, people are giving it the recognition it has due for. But what it is now is just like they just refine the dish. They just refine the game. They put in very yeah, um, a little very, bit more salt. Ah, uh, very very <laughs> subtle changes. Like okay, yeah. the the uh, the 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 dish itself that is being presented, right? They change it. To be a little bit smaller to fit the okay. look of the presentation, just a bit nicer. So, and then the way they cook the stuff is a bit different, which probably is why it has some online issues. <laughs> But at the end of the day, it is just is also another refined version of the game we have already played. So, I think it's all down to personal bel- uh, personal bias. Then, which one do we favor more? We've been going this for three hours now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Nah, it's two hours thirty, but you're still not wrong. Almost, yeah, yeah. This this beat is this the the two. I think we just spent twenty minutes going round and round and round. Yeah, <laughs> we've been going for okay the whole game of the year. We've been going for like I don't know hundred thirty minutes. Wow. Um, <laughs> round and round and round. Hours. Round yeah. and round and round. We go. But okay lah, like even though my sh- my spiel yeah, at the start and before we set the top ten at Forza Horizon, I'm still mad that the game is quite broken, fundamental like multiplayer wise. Even though they have said they have fixed it, but again, it, this is the Christmas time, so fixes are coming late. You can understandably. So like. Even though it is the the game of all games, but it is still to me lah as a fan of the series. Nah, it doesn't deserve to be top spot. So well, I have made my choice. 
Saya kena stir this. How long uh, the, the crazy Helen Miri journey might be finally <laughs> coming to an end. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. Thirty <laughs> minutes. Thirty minutes around for thirty minutes for here, je. Wow. How how did Forza Horizon Five became like top ten to game of the year contender to back to number two? I man, that's that's a roller coaster, don't they? Yeah, just like the F1 season this year. Yeah. <laughs> the final lap. The final lap. And the most and the most consistent of the performer that I don't think that we can find <laughs> a a big. You know any 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 you see any flaws to an argument yeah. to yeah. put down Psychonauts too? Yeah. I I think we just couldn't find it. This game has delivered what it wanted it to be, and it delivered yeah. well. And it was all the the time and effort to get this out for as long as it has been in development was all worth it. Somehow this game got a lot of nominations in various game awards. Uh, not just us, but other outlets as well. But some still like kinda under under the bubble. But here, here you are, Psychonauts Two. Here you are, Psychonauts Two is gamer melaya and gamer matters. Uh, game of the year for yeah. 2021. Yeah. yeah, and wins by the curveball of the directors. Bias. <laughs> 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 Hey, hey, we we all like racing games, but at this point, Psychonauts way better. Deserve it. At the end of the day, this this is game of the year awards. This is all it's all about. Can you do not lead the race for fifty eight laps? Ever fifty seven laps? You lead for the final laps. <laughs> <laughs> the final lap that matters. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, can we can we have a picture of Tim Chifu with that outfit standing up? <laughs> Okay. Can we? Yes. Uh, no, no. Can we thank Team Shaper saying that? Oh, congrats! We you won our game of the year. We really, we really spot. There's no harm there. The publisher, developer, just tag whatever. Uh, like okay. I don't care if he if he just give us a picture. Like, can we say like? Can you just give us a picture of your very nice suit? <laughs> that's it, that's the, we only want that. So yeah, let's go around back and read out the top 10 games. Of 2031, according to Gamer Malaya and Gamer Matters, at number 10 we have Will the Myth. At number 9, Neo Replicant Version 1.22474487139. Dot dot dot. At number 8, Hitman 3. At number 7, Resident Evil Village. Number 6, Chivalry 2. Number 5, Halo Internet. Or Route 96. Number three, Death Loop. Number two, Forza Horizon 5 and the Game of the Year award goes to Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I forgot to bring in. Yeah, I forgot to bring the what's it called? Uh, the orchestra to come in, but it is 3 a.m. right now, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Speaking of all the spices and food, then this. I need to share you one image from Psychonauts 2 that fits perfectly uh, with uh, this ending. Sekejap, uh, I forgot where it is. It's basically a picture of that game show beat. 
Well, if well, Max Spider like again, like this is this is and. I think like this is the second game that has has gotten it gotten the award because of the fact that they need they need the recognition besides Neil Automata because the last three of twenty eighteen from twenty nineteen are all quite famous because twenty eighteen was Monster Hunter World twenty nineteen was Control and last year winner Yakuza Like a Dragon like I think all three got really good uh. Fan base, well, <laughs> the likes of Psychonauts still got gets shafted quite quite badly. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Ting Shafer. Thank you for wearing that purple suit and <laughs> convincing me to to play your game now. <laughs> play, 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 play the game show. Kejap, kejap, kejap. One more, one more, one more. I have one more. Oh, I'm Lord, saving Lord. this picture. I am saving this picture so bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, imagine the game show music playing while you see this. <laughs> Man, yeah. It has been a while, right, guys? For 2021. Oh... Uh, How are we gonna yeah. end this now? I haven't thought for. <laughs> I haven't thought this for. For the podcast. I... And this is our 100th episode as well. So, any last yeah. words? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it's been uh, an eventful year. Quite packed. Yeah. Uh, things happen. And and our game of the year awards just sort of like a sim- simple culmination. It doesn't doesn't tell the whole story, but still we hope we did our best to convey the good year that is 2021 for gaming. Anything, Daniel? Yeah, like okay, like I would like to thank you all for. For our readers, our listeners, and our viewers, for like all of the, all of the weirdness that we've been doing for the past like what, half months. I mean, it has been quite an interesting roller coaster over a year. As Anand said, and like, if, if you see our like review list, it's as, our game reviews has been interesting. Like for the likes of all access racing games not psych- like even like platformers horror games even like indie stuff yeah we've been focusing on non triple a yeah we have yeah we have been focusing on non triple a to find that for obvious reason we don't have that that very white console with the disposable plastic clips <laughs> but yeah it's fun it has been fun like it is nice that we we get to do this. <laughs> what the first of us like just really enough, and hopefully we can do that all over again starting in January. So Mac, and the fact that this is episode number one hundred, we've done this long. And we've yeah. gone through four Game of the Year awards. Uh, recording it and showing it to the world. Well, some people of the world who look, look at it, but still, it's all available worldwide, globally. <laughs> it's a 
is a is definitely a wild ride. It's a crazy experience. And to to have you guys still on board through all of this is just yeah. I could I couldn't show more appreciation than I can right now. Unless we got big boss to blunt you, every one of us more. Nasi. I wish. I <laughs> we, wish. We have to convince our big boss overlord to go blunt you or something. Have, a, have another dinner out or something. Because we, mm-hmm. oh man, we, the gamer Malayan gamer matters have been around for quite a while while we still like the underdog scrappers of the Malaysia games media outlet. But still, the fact that we are sticking around for this long. Is still quite the achievement. Plus, we have an hundred. We can we can boost, but we having a long running epi- uh, podcast with hundred episodes ongoing. Yeah, it's a good PR at least. <laughs> I mean, it it'll stop being good PR when they know what is in the content. But still, <laughs> oh no 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 no. <laughs> hey, first uh, right? it's it's a it's a good uh, indication of some consistency. We don't yeah. it's still small like, time. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, like we we might not be well. We used to be in like the first two episodes of a certain upper radio station. Tapi ever since he went into the shadow realm, eh? <laughs> tapi yeah, I think it's okay. Oh yeah, shout out to our friend from the shadow realm because I think he started everything. He yeah. wanted to run over David Cage, and then I see how about podcast, and you guys say on. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, anyway, how how long can we go? I mean, how long? Okay, so... I don't we, mean the podcast. I mean, we, how long can we go? Uh, I mean, this is... Like... I, I don't want to quote Kimura Conan here. <laughs> like, four years, man. We've been doing this for four years. Like, it is... As... Uh, okay, I'll quote him anyway. As a as Kibrakan would say, this is this is like a hobby, basically. A very <laughs> quite actually quite expensive hobby. That we would like to, you know, uh but share it to y'all. Akisala, like doesn't matter if you guys don't really care about us for the it's, it's fine. It's still fine. Just you know, sitting down here enjoying the accompanying friends. And uh, oh no, I forgot what to add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. brain rot. Uh, the yeah, chicken brain. I mean, we've gone. We've been going for so long this time around, and the Kiara bird brain. It's always <laughs> like that. We uh, we we always like uh, plan something, but never think it through properly it, until the end. Isn't that the po- isn't that the podcast in a nutshell? I mean, that's game of matters in a nutshell. Even if you think about it, <laughs> <laughs> we just just wing it. Take the any opportunity as we go. See if it works. If it's not, it's fine. If it works, good on us. But yeah, the I think the the biggest takeaway is that we keep doing this because we have fun. Doing it. As long as as long as that it it has that value, I think we can keep going. Yeah. As Papa Reggie would say, if it's not fun, then why bother? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, if a responsible company would see us doing this, they'll, they'll question every everything we have done so far. 
But no, we do it for fun. That's, I think that has its own value. There's no overlords to uncertain. <laughs> no corporate, no corporal holding us back. As we say this, flash forward two years time. Hi <laughs> everybody, <laughs> this, this episode of the podcast, Gamer's Podcast, is brought to you by, by... Something, something VPN. <laughs> something, no. This is brought to you by the Kiroshi Eyewear Company. Change your eyes now, we're 50% off, we're using our code. <laughs> GM50. GM50. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can wrap it up now. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's it's like I want to say more, but I just couldn't think of it at the moment. But the fact that we have reached this milestone finally, after all the hyping up, it's just like you know how you reach the mount at the top of the mountain, and then you just like uh breath okay breathless one thing, but the view is also breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I feel right now. It's just like I I just want to soak it in. It, Oh, if done this far, huh? Mm-hmm. Go go up another mountain. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, as long as you guys are with me, okay, let's go. But yeah, we'll we'll keep on doing. Let let's see how far we can go. Let's put it like that. Hey, maybe we can yeah. do some stuff. Like I don't know. I I I might uh propose to you guys something for the podcast next season. Oh, we're going TikTok? Okay, fine. Uh, um, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> reviewing games while dancing. Yeah, that's the that's the new thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we could do... We could go full nasi ayam. Review food. Uh, review food. Review game as food. Review game as food. Yeah. We, we, we review games, but we use all the food nomenclatures. Yeah. It has the, the right the textures. <laughs> It doesn't have the umami. <laughs> yeah, this new season game looks fun, but you know it's it's not like the the old recipe. It's not as spicy. This uh. fusion in, in of RPG paper. and action. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, we we'll we'll talk at the behind the curtains for that one. I I have some ideas that we can uh throw the spanner at the format. But there you go. That's a teaser to come, and that's. Dyer.log, the Gamer Matters podcast for season 4 for 2021. You have listened for this long. Thank you. And. You MVP, man, do it. <laughs> Bye for now. See you guys next season. Yep, see you guys next season. Uh, happy New Year. And yeah. for this. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, man. Stay safe, guys.